Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, personal besties. Welcome back to Live Your Personal Best. Today, we got a solo episode here, just me, talking about how you can get out of this rut of just always feeling like you need to do more, feeling like you should do more, how you can work towards your goals faster, just always being on, blah, 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 blah. That madness that I used to live in so much, and I have a great method and technique to share with you today on how you can get out of that. So let's just jump right in. I'm feeling real pumped today. What's up and welcome to the Live Your Personal Best podcast. This is the place where I help current and former athletes like you to show up confidently in the gym and in life. I'm your host, Emily Kaufman, a former Division I athlete and author of Elite to Everyday Athlete. I'm going to show you how to stay motivated in reaching your goals and how to have more fun doing it. So let's sweat it out and start living your personal best. So if there's one emotion that I hate, it is guilt because we waste so much time worried and guilty about what other people are doing, right? Like if we were just in our own heads and just minding our own business, like I'm sure we wouldn't feel guilty for our actions or for not reaching our goals fast enough or whatever it may be. And so I don't know about you, but when I first started my fitness journey and sometimes throughout, you know, I I would get into a good rhythm. I would be going, you know, two to three mornings each week and I would be seeing some results and I would be happy. And then I would get into these weird funks that I'm like, yeah, like this is great, but what if I doubled down? What if I did every single day a week or, you know, not even that, but just what if I went more, right? Like I'm going three times a week, let's do more oh, I'm cooking at home. Well, let's do that more. And I would never define what this more was. And so I felt like I was just in this cycle where I couldn't be happy with what I was doing because I was like, well, you know, I do have a little bit more energy or I do have like this little part of me that could have done more. And instead of this constant feeling like you could be doing more, I want to share the way that I track what I do now in order to get rid of that completely to predetermine what I want to do, what I would see as a success, and then leave it at that. And it's this method that I call filling your bucket. And if you've never heard of this before, it was commonly used with like compliments and energy. And it's in a lot of children's books. I think that's where it originated from. And this idea of filling your bucket is talking about, you know, if you're like low in energy, maybe hang out with your friends and you can compliment your friends and that fills their bucket and then you also get you know their happiness that hanging out brings and it fills your bucket right that's where it came from was all about energy and I loved that idea and I was seeing that in my life but I'm such a visual person that I was like I could actually use this with working towards goals I could use this with other aspects of my life and so I started every single day six things. And so this might be a little excessive. It's not that I recommend starting with six. This is just how I did it. So every day 
I tried to journal, but it was really bad. So I would make six boxes. And the six boxes were six different categories that I wanted to accomplish throughout the week. So category one was my physical category. So I would check off this box if I did a workout, a stretch, or just some sort of active or outdoor activity. The second one was relationships. So this would either be reaching out to a long distance friend who maybe I hadn't talked to in a while or having a meaningful conversation in person. So this wouldn't just be asking someone like, oh, what'd you do last night? But actually getting to know more about them. Number three was my mental category. So for me, a big thing that helps my mental health is crossing things off my to-do list or taking time for myself through reading books. So one of those two things, either pulling out a book or crossing something off my never-ending list. Number three was, I have it written here, food health. I think I meant nutrition at the time, but this was from November 13th, 2019. Um, And so for this, I would either eat three full meals a day or I would also cross it off if I had one very well-balanced meal of like vegetable carb protein. Because for me, I'm a snacker and both things are really hard to either have three meals a day because they usually will just pick throughout the day or to have a balanced meal. So that was my nutrition. My fifth one was my financial bucket. So I would either make smart purchases or I would purposely save my money. So if I had the option of, okay, I could take a $20 Uber or I'll just take public transportation that takes like 45 minutes longer, but it's free, making that smart decision or just, you know, being like, that's not worth it. I'm going to save my money. And then the last one was I was studying for an actuary exam, so a financial exam at the time, and so it was studying for 20 minutes was another one of my buckets. And so with this, every day I would just make six boxes. By like a month in, I had already memorized like which one was which, so I would put like P-R-M-F-F, like I didn't write it out, and I'd cross off if I hit one of those for the day. And I would look at this over a weekly period so I could say, okay, like I'm not trying to cross off everyone every day, but did I hit the gym three to four times that week? Did I have one to two meaningful conversations with friends? That sort of thing. And I looked at it both weekly and monthly. And so these were the buckets that I was putting them into. Because I was really struggling at the time with this idea of having completely off days or just the sense of relaxing. If I had a Sunday with no plans with friends, I'd be like, well, I have to cross things off my to-do list. I got to work out. I have to do all of these things. And I would never use a time to rest to actually rest. And so by looking at this, it's not like, okay, my goal is to cross off four per day but my goal is some days I could cross off all six like yes it'd be a crazy day but I could cross off all six productive day you know working towards it and other days I could cross off just one but when you tally it all up was I still hitting that bucket because my goal for myself wasn't okay I'm gonna work out seven out of seven days this week The goal is to have days where I'm not hitting them. And so this helped with the guilt of being like, I need to do more and more because I could see where my time was actually going. And so another useful thing for this too is you're going to be seeing 
you know, what buckets are overflowing? And when I say overflowing, like think of this as just abundance and you're so filled up and fulfilled. And instead of seeing it, you know, as a waste of time, like maybe I didn't reach a certain bucket because I was having a social life, you know, especially now if I have more plans it can feel guilty of like, oh my gosh, like I'm spending so much time with friends, but no, it's just, that's the different priority and that's making me feel fulfilled just in a different way. And so, yes, I can work on redirecting that for the next month, but it's not seeing anything as a waste. It's just seeing, okay, maybe I didn't distribute it correctly enough or how I wanted and now I can kind of like steer it back on track or maybe adjust, but is looking at it with this different lens. So if you like this technique, I think it's a great way to set goals. I think it's a great way to track goals, whatever it is that you want. I probably wouldn't recommend starting with six like I did. I just was very much like I want to see where all of my time is being accounted. But if you're just, you know, starting small or just want to like dip your toe in this, come up with two to three buckets that you're like, okay, like, let's see if I'm filling these up. Let's see how this is looking of like, okay, am I going to be like getting a check mark for this or not? And it's not like you have to get the check mark every day. It's just a way to notice trends. So this is one way that you could be looking at, you know, this fill your bucket technique, or there's another way that I've heard of some people using it. So other people picture their life, their mental health, their soul, their energy, like whatever you want to call it, they picture it as one big bucket. And they have two sets of activities. One set of activities is filling your bucket. And the other set of activities is draining your bucket. So things that could be filling your bucket, that could be like some of the things that I named. Having three full meals a day, reading, having meaningful conversations in person, doing a workout, doing something outside, doing something active, right? Like all of those activities I would list under fills my bucket. And then on the other hand, it could be what are some things that drain my bucket? And so these are things that I usually don't track because I don't want to be seeing everything as negative positive, but it could be, you know, an easy way to balance this. So that would be, you know, like things like work that usually drains my energy. Not that I have a choice, but it will drain my energy. Sometimes, you know, having certain conversations, if it's with, you know, family members that I don't get along with, or if it's, you know, a podcast conversation, like they're kind of exhausting. I have to be like smiley and talking for an hour straight. That's tiring. Just anything that's kind of sucking your energy. And so if you're using this method, as you go along your day, you take inventory of like, how is my bucket feeling? Like, is it completely drained right now? And now I'm about to do 10 more draining activities? Or is it pretty filled? Like, am I having enough activities that I enjoy that are filling me up that I feel energized? I feel like that confident, bubbly person of myself, right? And so you picture this one bucket and you make sure that it's always level in some way because usually the things that drain us are the things that we have to do. So you don't want it like, you know, completely overflowing the whole time of like, I'm ditching my responsibilities, but you also don't want it to just be like, oh, well, you know, all I do is, you know, eat fast food because it's the only thing that I have time for. And then I'm just working, working and staying up late working and then, you know, have to 
wake up again in the morning and I roll out of bed and don't have time for anything besides for chores and laundry, right? Like I've had times like that and that's also not what you want to do. And so creating this healthy balance of just checking in of like, is my bucket filled? Am I trying to drain from an empty bucket? And so I love both of these because they're so visual and I always like to have something to think about as a visual because it's hard if you just ask yourself, you know, these open-ended questions of how am I feeling? How am I progressing? How is my mental health, right? Like there's a lot to sometimes unpack there and that seems to be for me, you know, more of like a journaling exercise or something that I could really meditate on for a few minutes. But if I'm just, you know, trying to have daily quick check-ins, but I don't have time to journal that day, but I still wanna track something somehow, just I make the six boxes, check off what I did, and I can revisit it later. I can revisit once a week instead of daily, right? So I hope that you enjoyed learning about this method, that this was helpful for you, and if you are someone who is also very visual like me and you're like, I need to learn more methods like this, I would recommend going back and listening to episode 56 that I did, how to talk yourself out of bad decisions, because we talk all about a method there called surfing the wave or surfing the urge. So you're definitely going to want to listen to that. And then if you do end up using this tracker, if you end up using your buckets, filling your buckets, please tag me in your journal. Just take a picture, tag me at live your PB. I would love to see it. So come follow along on Instagram. I'll see you there. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.